Insomniacs Anonymous presents the creepiest true stories collected from the darkest corners of the web. Listener discretion is advised. The Figure in the Shadows A long while back, while I was still a teen and living with my parents, I wanted to listen to some music, but it was quite late. I went downstairs to the garage and decided to listen to music in my car. After a while, it was quiet as I was deciding which CD to play next, when I heard what sounded like leaves crunching outside, I looked in my rearview mirror and saw a figure coming up the driveway. The motion-activated floodlight on the garage did not illuminate as the figure approached the front door. I quickly and quietly head back inside and go up to the kitchen where I can get a view of the front door. It was still quite dark, but I could make out the shape of a person standing at the front door. They stood there for a moment before I hear a knock. Obviously, this is strange for a quiet neighbourhood at 3am. I reach for my phone and dial the police, but after waiting for another minute, that felt like an eternity, the person turned around and walked back down the driveway and into the street, being careful to avoid the only streetlight. Before the police had arrived, he was gone. They started to search the area, but found no one. One officer came to ask questions and get a description, but it was so dark I couldn't make out anything useful. To this day, I still have no earthly clue what exactly happened. You don't live there. It was about one in the morning. My dog rang her bell and I begrudgingly got up to take her outside. When she wants to pee in the middle of the night, I don't take her very far. Just in our side yard. I took a flashlight with me in case she decided to poop so I could pick it up. I'm standing there waiting for her to do her thing. She's doing her typical doggy poop walk in circles. Then, all of a sudden, my dog gets spooked and whips around. Out of the corner of my eye, I see this chick just standing there. I didn't see her walk up. I didn't hear her walk up. I just see her standing there, super still. Based on her position, she had have to have come from between my house and my neighbor's house. Which is odd, because behind our house backs up to a green belt. A green belt is unincorporated land, zoned never to have anything built on it. For example, land backing up to the edge of a forest. It's probably 40 degrees outside, and this lady, about 20, is in super short shorts and a t-shirt. I looked at her, told her she scared me, and she mumbled something like, Nice night, what are you up to? Standing there holding the leash with my dog, I said. I'm walking my dog. Then she said, Cool, cool. Do you know how to get into my house? I locked myself out. Now, being the good American I am, I know my neighbours, and this wasn't my neighbour. My neighbour is a 30-year-old female. She hangs out with my wife, so I know her really well. So I asked her, That house? Pointing directly at my neighbour's house. She nodded. I said, You don't live there. I know who lives there. She just scoffed, and wandered her way into my backyard. I followed her and said, what the hell are you doing? She then took off running, scaled my fence, which item of note isn't an easy fence to scale, it's a deer fence, a see-through fence that goes up three feet with a cattle gate, then the top of the fence is stainless steel wire that runs horizontally. It's a type of thing that if you weren't expecting it, you'd easily trip over. It is extremely hard to see and not very common. Anyway, she scaled the fence and ran away into the green belt. I always have a pocket knife on me and was fortunate enough to have my, unfortunately, useless dog. So I looked around my house 
my neighbor's house, for other people, shine my light in the green belt, and nothing. I've got no idea how she wound up back there, what she was doing, what her intentions were, but she scared the ever-living hell out of me. The Haunted Retirement Home I'm a backshift security guard at a retirement home, and I'm starting to believe this place is haunted. I've been here since last September, and early on one of the other guards, a lovely young woman named Charlotte, made a passing reference to this place being haunted. I laughed it off, treated it as a joke, but no, apparently she's seen stuff, and in the months since, I've started seeing stuff too. Strange shapes moving just in the corner of my vision when I'm alone, or faces in open doorways that vanish when I try to focus on them. I brushed all this off as just sleepiness catching up to me, but... A month or two back, we had a resident pass away. His room is right behind where I'm sitting now. The door isn't five feet from me. And two weeks ago, while I'm alone and reading Reddit to stay awake, I feel someone tap on my left shoulder. Other than me, there's four people in this wing. The resident I'm watching, who I'm directly facing and immediately aware of if he leaves his room. Another resident who is senile and has a room in the corner, well within my view. Another resident who is wheelchair-bound and rarely leaves his room, so I'd know if he'd left. And a fourth who is bedridden, in the other room behind me. So, unless the bedridden resident made a miraculous recovery, snuck out of his room, tapped me on my left shoulder, when his room is on my right, and then snuck back into his room before I could check, who the hell tapped on my shoulder? That brings us to tonight. The plumbing in Ambrose's room, rest in peace, spontaneously started running earlier tonight, as if somebody was in there using the washroom. As long as I knew him, Ambrose was always bedridden. The Black Van This happened about two months ago. I left the house around 1.30am, and it started off as a normal walk. I wandered around the town till about 2 when I decided to go home. I was walking back the route I came when I noticed a black van meandering down the street. I didn't really pay too much attention to it though at first. I did pay attention though when I saw it slowly drive by me for a second time. I wasn't entirely sure it was the same van though, so I continued walking. But this time I kept an eye out. And lo and behold, about ten minutes later, the same damn black van came down the street again. This time I knew for sure, because it didn't have license plates. Now, I was fairly scared, so I picked up the pace a little. When the van came around again, this time it stopped in the middle of the road, a few houses in front of me. I stopped, turned around, and booked it down in the other direction. I made a few turns onto other roads, and ran right into somebody's yard. I waited around behind their fence, and that same van came down the street. I assumed that when they couldn't find me, they finally decided to leave, but I waited in that yard for another 20 minutes before I ran back towards my house and practically threw myself through my bedroom window. My sister's bedroom door. I was at home at 2am as my parents were out at a yearly company event, which always drags out into the wee hours of the morning. I was cleaning my house as a surprise for my parents, so they'd come home to a spotless house. They work hard, they've earned a night out, and I was honestly enjoying myself, 
as I had my tunes on and I was lost in thought. All the lights in the house were on, so even though it was night, it wasn't dark or spooky, and I didn't feel uncomfortable. This is important, for later. As I'm cleaning, I think I hear the door creaking. I shut off my music and sure enough, I hear the creaking again. I go out into the hallway, and it's the door to my sister's room creaking open. The light in her room is off. I immediately find this odd, as I hadn't even gone into the room since it didn't need any cleaning. I figured perhaps the light was always off, or maybe I forgot turning it off. There wasn't much in the way of wind, but the doors have been known to open and close sometimes on their own. Offhandedly, I say aloud, Hey, could you close the door? I'd appreciate it. The door begins to creak closed, which at first started giving me the chills, but I dismissed it, thinking I must have just timed my words to when the door would start creaking. So I added, Actually, it's cool, just keep it open. I started walking again. It started opening again, creaking ever so slowly. I was starting to get creeped out, so I decided to just walk past it and ignore it, chalk it up to my imagination, getting the better of me. I didn't feel like putting my tunes back on as I cleaned. I kept hearing the door creaking again and again, and every time it was just the door to my sister's room. Starting to get tired and almost sure it was just the wind or something, I passed by and saw it open even more than before. It was pitch black inside. I didn't stick around to look inside, and just commented in an offhand tone, Just close the door already. Thanks, ghost. Slam. I nearly jumped out of my skin, and immediately turned around to see the door to my sister's room, closed shut. Everything was so silent and calm, I had trouble believing. I was so absolutely terrified. What scared me the most was the fact that my sister's room has a door where you need to turn the knob to fully close it. That is, unless you slammed it hard enough to bypass the resistance of the metal spring in the knob. The other thing that absolutely terrified me and made me go into my room and wait for my parents to come back was that under the edge of the room to her door, I could see the light was on. There was no intruder. There are a plethora of dogs around my house who will absolutely store up a barking storm if anyone makes an appearance. They were all dead silent. There's no way into my sister's room externally, unless you were to destroy a metal window with a power saw or go through 12 inches of concrete. The house is built like a bunker to withstand hurricanes and it lives up to that promise. Unfortunately, this story is not the first time there's been weird occurrences with my sister's room. Even my parents have had encounters of their own, which has left them sufficiently spooked. See you in 10 seconds. I was 17 at the time, and I was walking home late from my then boyfriend's apartment. It was about a 30 minute walk, and about 10 minutes from home, I noticed a man walking about 200 metres behind me. We were the only ones walking on that street. No biggie, I wasn't paranoid at the time. But all of a sudden, he's right behind me. He must have power walked or something to catch up to me that fast. I didn't think much of it and figured he'd walk right by given he'd caught up to me so fast. But boy, was I wrong. If I sped up, so did he. If I slowed down, he did as well. He kept about three metres behind me for several minutes. I picked up my phone and called my mum. Thank heavens she was awake. She was waiting for me to come home. Considering how close he was, I wasn't able to tell her I was being followed. I was determined not to show him I was afraid. I imagined that if I had started running, I was done for. 
He kept following me down the street I lived at, and the thing here is that the streetlights here never worked. I had about a two kilometer walk in the darkness. I kept talking to my mum on the phone. I noticed he'd come even closer and we were about to enter the darkest part of the street, which was directly near my house. We had a huge hedge that blocked out a lot of the light. I told my mum, yeah, I'm outside now, see you in 10 seconds. And I swear on my future grave that I felt him brush my jacket as he took a U-turn into my neighbor's yard. I knew my neighbors though, he did not live there. Once inside my own yard, I ran as silently as I could up to the house and hid behind a wall. I peeked out and saw him walk past, looking for me. It may have been nothing. He may have been about to murder me. I don't know. To this day, even in broad daylight, I freak out if people walk behind me. I usually find a lame excuse, like picking up my phone, stopping to search my pockets, or look around for directions to let people go past. I'm shaking even a bit now as I recall this. Well, that's it for this episode. I look forward to your company next time.